Disasters, floods, bushfires and other crises have become all too common in Australia in recent years. When they happen, communities pull together. And a distinctive part of disaster recovery has become members of Australia's Sikh community coming to devastated communities to serve home-cooked meals and give out supplies. Chances are that many of them were from the charity Turbans for Australia, which was founded by our guest on the year that made me today, Amar Singh. Amar is Australia's local hero for 2023 for his volunteer work, which has helped hundreds of thousands of Australians. Amar Singh, welcome to the year that made me. Good morning. How are you going? I'm going really well. Uh, Amar, could you tell us a little bit about your life before coming to Australia? Well, the happy and jolly growing up in northern part of India called Punjab. Yep. That's my home state. Beautiful farming land, farming state. Um, just growing up there as a 15-year-old, just getting above my push bike, you know, doing silly things with my friend and running around the neighbourhood. So you were happy there, yeah, yeah. Um, you've chosen 1998 as the year that made you. Why is that? It's a very big turning point in my life, arriving here, leaving everything that was comfort to me and around me, um, get on a plane and land in a new place, go, well, this is life now. Mm. Getting used to everything new from schooling, from friends, from neighbourhoods, whole new estates and it was a big eye change opener for me. Yeah. For me, it was the start of what I, where I'm today. I could have been still living in Punjab, doing what millions of people do there, just go about their life, but I got the opportunity to come here and what I've made of it today, I think I want to dedicate it to the year that I came because yeah. as a migrant, it's the suitcase story that we all grow out of a little suitcase and then you know, it's yeah. uh, sky's the limit. Yeah, it's a pretty tough year though. I mean, uh, how long do you think it took you to feel sort of comfortable uh, and at home in Australia? To be honest, it wasn't until the last few years Yeah, because I always felt like the outsider, always felt like the brown person, always felt like the ethnic. It was always that diversity tick. No matter where I went, it was like, yeah, you're not Aussie yet. And that's why I started Turbans because mm. for us as a community, as a person who's, you know, spent more part of their life here in Australia than anywhere else in the world, when do I qualify to be Australian? <laughs> and that's one thing that really bothered me and bothered me for our future generations. My kids who are growing up here, who are born right here in Sydney, to say, are they going to be asked the same question? So that's how the whole narrative changed. But now I feel at home. Yeah, great. Um, I believe that uh, the Sydney Olympics and volunteering at the Sydney Olympics was a significant moment for you. Could you tell us about that? It was a big thing, a very big thing. In fact, right here on Bottle Street, uh, <laughs> where the uniform pickup was, oh, yeah, uh, right. I turned up on the train, picked up the uniform, and was like, wow, this is amazing. And the, the colours they had, it was one of the best experiences I've had, opening up to the world, representing my faith back, th back then and representing the migrants of Australia and to the world. I was in the Olympic Village. It was absolutely amazing, the experiences we had here, the food, getting to know the athletes from right around the world in a very neutral, safe environment where they weren't in the in the sort of rush or limelight of, of their performance. They were just being average Joes and it was the best time. Yeah, so, you know, you've been in Australia for a couple of years. 2000, the Sydney Olympics is a great moment of sort of internationalism and a sense of coming together as a community. Then, of course, there was 2001. Um, how much did the September 11 terrorism attacks in America change things for you uh, and for the Sikh community in Australia? A lot, because Sikhs are the visible minority. Um, apart from the, every other thing you can look at, we are the ones that stick out of the crowd with our turbans, our beard, and that's one thing we're proud of. You know, uh, but sadly, September 11 uh, in our living memory was the worst 
ever incident to happen to mankind where planes were used. In fact, on the very day I was setting a patch of TAFE because I was studying to be an aircraft maintenance engineer, looking at a little black and white TV, go, oh, this doesn't look nice. Yeah. Planes going into the thing at our hangar. It was scary. But it, a lot changed for our community. We were all of a sudden put in this negative box that you had to qualify yourself as, to even as a human being, because people just saw, oh, a religious person or a person from ethnic background with a turban and beard, they must be bad. Mm. And that really is not right. And that was, that was something that was just palpable on the streets for you, but for the, the Sikh community more broadly. That's right. Many people have come up to me working in corporate, working in average jobs. They've been verbally attacked or physically attacked, you know, people trying to punch their turban off, the, off their head. So a lot of these things. And one thing about migrants is they don't really openly talk about these things. Mm. And that's the hardest. They'll share the story personally with you. And that's why I thought something has to be done about this. How long are we going to keep living the life as a second-class citizen thinking if somebody's you know beeping the horn at it, it's, it might be a friend saying hello because they're driving past, but you think it's somebody who's probably going to stick up a not a nice finger. Mm-mm-mm. On The Year That Made Me, we're speaking with Australia's local hero for 2023, Amar Singh, founder of the charity Turbans for Australia. Uh, Amar, before we go on to the the charity work, could you just tell us a little bit about uh, what the significance of the turban is uh, to Sikhs? Because I know you've described it as your spiritual crown, which I thought was a lovely phrase. It is. Uh, Sikhs have long hair, as you could tell by my face. Um, I'm very jealous. I've got nothing to speak of. <laughs> you know, it, it is one of those things. As a baptised Sikh, we're not allowed to cut or trim any hair on, on any part of our body. So Sikhs have long hair as well. And the turban wraps it up. The turban that I'm wearing today is a little bit different what you might see out in uh, the two types of turban. This is called a domala, which is the old warrior type. And back in the day, Sikhs used to wear uh, weapons on this as well, uh, you know, going out uh, in the field. But the turban is what made us important. It's also when it was given to us by our gurus uh, as a way of standing up to injustice. Mm. Because back in the Mughal days when the Mughals ruled India, a turban or, or a, a, a head cover was seen as a important person in the society, somebody who held value. But for a common man, you weren't allowed to wear it. And that's why gurus gave us the spiritual crown to say, you as a Sikh should stand out and stand up for others. Mm. Uh, before we get to the founding of Turbans for Australia, I know 2014 uh, was a significant year and you described it as sort of like the last straw that you had to experience dealing with this, um, the racism and the impact of, uh, of September 11. What happened in 2014 and how did you sort of turn that around? Uh, again, I think it was one of those things that somebody passes a comment thinking it's a joke, I'll have a bit of a giggle. Being called a terrorist, you know, being you should be on a watch list. I'm thinking, what sort of society are we living in yeah. where it's open season for anybody to you know, have a go at someone just doing it, going about their business? And that really bothered me. So from that incident on, I decided to do something about it. And that's why we started Turbans at a very small level. Back then, we didn't have much. You know? But it was a thing that it's work in progress. Let's start. And you've got to start somewhere. And I believe you, you, you actually got a sort of reconciliation with the person who made that comment with you because you, um, you took it onto a, a different radio station. <laughs> That's right, I did. Uh, it was one of those frustrating days. I just rang that open line and mate, um, this is what we cope. Uh, and funnily enough, Ray asked me, what do you wear? I said, I'm just wearing shorts and a T-shirt. I'm driving a truck. What do you expect me to wear? <laughs> so this is Ray Hadley, the talkback. Yeah, uh, Ray, Ray Hadley. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I invited him to our temple. A couple of months later, he came out. And then I shared this story with him among many other things that our community faced. 
And he asked me to repeat that story live on air the next time I called to thank him. And it was absolutely, you know, warming for me to hear that person talk. He His voice was shattering. He's like, oh, uh, Ray, that's me. Yeah, so I the person like, yeah, who yeah. said that r- rang in and apologised. Apologised. And then he rang me after because Ray shared my number. And I said, mate, your joke is funny for you, but try being the victim of it. Mm. You know, it, it's not right. As a society, we need to let go of those things. And sometimes the worst thing that I've noticed is some of this casual racism and remarks actually come from other first-generation migrants mm. Mm. who think just because you're the new lot, we're going to pick on you. Absolutely. Uh, we're speaking with Amar Singh on the year that made me. So, Amar, we've got to 2015 now where you've, you've founded Turbans for Australia. Tell us about the work that it does and also how that work resonates with your Sikh faith. Sikh faith is based on one of the, the key notions or tenets of Sikhism is savour, selfless service to others. And I think others include everyone, where you live, your society, your country, your towns. For us, it was just using the formula and applying it into charity and go, look, we're going to run with it. And we did. Starting from a very small thing, a hearing on radio about farmers struggling, we decided to do a grocery drive out to Dubbo. Mm. We turned up with a van and, and, and a youth full of groceries and it's absolutely best thing to do. You got to drive and see better the country, <laughs> the towns that you go, generally don't go in and deal with people you don't have no connection with. Mm. And that's what brought us together to say, hey, this is actually something that needs to be done. And listening to those people, one of the salvage chaplains that we delivered to in uh, Dubbo, he said, when we deliver a bag of goodies to a, a struggling farm, farming family, they don't say no. But it's, it's a smile on the kids' faces, just having a look at that, you know, there's a bottle of jam or a new toothbrush. That is the value of smile on a kid's face. Mm. And that's what make, made me do what I do and go out of our norm. You know, we could easily do the same stuff in city and to survive. But going out, driving, you know, 20 to 30 hour round trips into the bush, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, and Turbans for Australia has really grown and um, and it's not just members of the Sikh community who are part of the organisation now, that's right, because you, you got pretty big. Yeah, we are getting bigger and bigger and we welcome everyone. So no matter who it is, as long as they come with a smile, they're welcome to us. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, just finally, Amar, um, I know another thing that the, uh, your organisation does is a turban fest. What's a turban fest? So again, turbans arise a lot of questions. So in a good way, I don't want people to be scared of a turban or thinking, oh, what is it? We share turban as a token of friendship with others. You know, pre-COVID, we used to do a lot of these events where we tie a smaller turban on a person. So it's it's in their personal space and they can actually ask the question, so what happens when you go home, Mama? Do you take it off or what happens, you know, with the turban? Is it a cap? Is it a hat? A lot of those things and people, when they're comfortable, they ask those questions. I could be working alongside you for years and years in the same office, but out of that, you know, courtesy and whatnot, you might not ask me those questions. And that's why we do this event, that a turban is just a piece of cloth, like any other fabric that's on our body, but it shouldn't be an element of fear for somebody else in, in our wider society. Totally. Well, it's been great speaking with you, Amar. Thank you so much for coming in for The Year That Made Me. Thank you for having me. It's been absolutely amazing. And we always finish this segment by asking our guests to nominate a piece of music that's special to them. What shall we finish up with today, Amar? I think I want to hear John Lennon's Imagine. That song is like a uh, soul-breaking for me. You know, It's Mm. absolutely amazing. It's a beautiful song. Let's hear it for Amar Singh. And for everyone out there, here's John Lennon's Imagine. And 
that, of course, is Imagine by John Lennon, the song chosen by our guest on The Year That Made Me and Australia's local hero of the year for 2023, Amar Singh. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.